Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. This story is a mixture of concepts we've discussed before on this channel, including qualified immunity and drunk driving. And they come together in quite an interesting way because a man accused of drunk driving can sue the Michigan police officer who misread a breath test. He was not drunk, but they arrested him for drunk driving. From the Associated Press, Ed White wrote this. Charles sent to me along with a bunch of other people. Thank you very much. A man from Japan, of all things, wrongly accused of drunk driving, can sue a Michigan police officer who grossly misread a breath test and conceded during the stop that she had no idea what she was doing. That's from a federal appeals court ruling yesterday. The man blew a .02, Now, you should know that we throw these numbers around, and what they actually mean is kind of tricky, you know, blood, alcohol, volume by content, and so on. But what we're talking about here is a .02. You'd have to get up to a .08, okay? That's generally the threshold in most places, .08. So he is approximately one-quarter drunk, if that. But you're allowed to be less than drunk. I'm less than drunk right now. The man blew a .02 on the breath test, but it was mistakenly read by a Fowlerville police officer as .22. So she missed the zero and thought it was a two, and that would have put the man more than double and approaching three times the state's blood alcohol limit for driving. So they did a blood draw, which subsequently revealed a blood alcohol level of .01, more in line with the .02 that he had blown at the roadside. Charges of driving while intoxicated were dropped days later when the lab results came in. The 6th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals to the man's lawsuit, alleging a violation of constitutional rights, can proceed against the officer. Now, here's the thing. People say, but Steve, he's from Japan. What constitutional rights does he have? Um, he's got constitutional rights because he's here. And if you read the Constitution, it actually says the rights you have apply to you as a person within our, within our boundaries. So the fact that you're from another country doesn't change that. So he has the same rights you or I would have at the side of the road. Absolutely. All day long, twice on Sunday. The man is a 37-year-old native of Yanaga, Japan. He was here on a U.S. Uh, work visa. So he was over here legally. He's on a work visa. And the judge who wrote the opinion, which is 3-0, by the way, so that's, an, uh, that's a good opinion, it would be evident to a reasonable officer that the man was quite apparently sober. So a reasonable jury could conclude that the arrest was not supported by probable cause and the officer was not entitled to qualified immunity. So it's good to see them draw the line somewhere. Uh, but, yeah, you can't just arrest somebody who blows a .02 and go, yeah, dude, you're drunk. <laughs> the attorney representing the police officer said he was disappointed by the decision and believes the man's uh, performance on roadside sobriety tests was enough to arrest him. So the man's at the side of the road doing a roadside sobriety test. And I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Man with Two Brains, but Steve Martin has to perform a roadside sobriety test in Europe. And I suppose the same thing might occur here, where somebody's not familiar with their culture that much is here and asked to do a bunch of things like, I don't know, repeat the alphabet. I, <laughs> I don't know what the roadside sobriety test would look like uh, near Fowlerville, Michigan. I know where Fowlerville is. Fowlerville is kind of uh, uh, over this way, a little bit kind of west and north of Detroit. Uh, it's farming country. Fowlerville is a fairly smallish town. It's, it's not tiny. It's not bad axe tiny, but it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a smallish town. But, but Fowlerville's over there, and the man was passing through Fowlerville when all this happened. So the appeals court said that another officer at the scene testified that the tests 
were administered incorrectly, which may have affected the results. So you can't give the guy a bad test and go, well, we may have done that wrong. You're under arrest. The court noted that the officer was a rookie. And at one point in time, she got on the radio and said, I have no idea what I'm doing. I have no idea what I am doing. I'm, I'm, I'm repeating that for emphasis. I have no idea what I'm doing. If you are in a job and you find yourself broadcasting that to other people using a radio or some other broadcasting device, you might want to ask yourself if you've made all the right life choices to find yourself at the side of the road giving a breath, uh, you know, roadside sobriety test and breath tests to uh, a person where you have no idea what you are doing, and then you arrest him. Uh, meanwhile, the uh, police officer does now work for the sheriff. <laughs> We've talked about this before, that if police officers get in trouble with one department, they usually just resign and pop up somewhere else. And when they pop up somewhere else, they run a background check, they go, oh, I see you used to work over here, but you're not there anymore. Yeah, I left. I left. So she now works for the sheriff. The lawsuit will return to federal court in Detroit for trial or a possible settlement, possible settlement. So for those of you who don't know, and if you watch enough of my videos, you should know. But let's suppose you're out driving around one night, as I was not so long ago. I've told the story. I was driving home from my chiropractor, and a police officer pulled me over. Do you know why I pulled you over? No idea. He goes, well, a little while back there, he goes, I I believe you went over and your left tire touched the uh, center line. And later on, your right tire touched the fog line. And they didn't. He's making that up. He, he wanted to have an excuse to pull me over. And I said, well, I'm driving. I'm under the speed limit. I'm doing everything safely. I do not know what you're talking about. I don't remember doing that. I don't, I don't believe I did. And then he actually said to me, well, I'm basically out looking for drunk drivers. Because this was around New Year's. He said, I'm basically looking for drunk drivers. He looked at me and he goes, have a nice evening. So basically, he's pulling people over, hoping he's going to get some drunken people. Dude, I love you. (laughs) But let's suppose he pulled me over, and I am stammering drunk, you know, and I'm, and I, oh man, I love you. Come here, you know. Um, He's going to go, okay, uh, sir. It looks to me like you've, you've, you, you know, you've been drinking a little bit tonight, in, in, you know, consuming some alcohol. Uh, uh, You know, you might be intoxicated. And then, of course, if, they got, if they've got reason to believe that, they can then ask you if you want to submit the field sobriety test. This varies wildly from state to state at which point you can say no or what happens if you say no. But the general progression of things is they interact with you and they have the belief based on something that you might be intoxicated. So they can ask you to get out of the car and ask you to do some basic field sobriety tests. Do things like say the alphabet, count from 12 back to 6, and, and a lot of these things are very easy to do when sober, a little trickier to do if drunk at the side of the road at night, okay? And you can find these online, by the way. There's literally millions of traffic stops on YouTube involving field sobriety tests. And if you fail a field sobriety test, they'll tell you, you and go, look, we think you failed that. Uh, we're now asking you to do a PBT, preliminary breath test. And if you don't do that, or if you refuse to do it, they might be able to do things to you, such as take you someplace and get a court order for breath test or a blood sample or something. But the point is that at each step, they're supposed to confirm that they've got the right to proceed. So they pull the guy over for whatever reason. We don't know. It's not in the story. Out near Fowlerville, Michigan. And he's from Japan. And the officer is convinced that he's drunk. 
So they have us do some field sobriety tests. We don't know what kind they were, but but the attorney for the officer says his performance was not good enough to, to, to pass the field sobriety tests. Okay, have him blow the breathalyzer, the preliminary breath test. And the whole thing you've got to remember about a PBT, and I've heard officers say this in the videos on YouTube where they show pullovers and traffic. I've seen this before, where an officer goes, blow the PBT. If you're drunk, it'll show us. If you're sober, it will show us. The test cuts both ways. So the guy blows the PBT and he gets a .02. He's sober. He may have had something to drink, but he didn't have too much to drink. .02. He ain't drunk. So for whatever reason, the rookie gets on the radio and goes, I have no idea what I'm doing. And then she arrests the guy. Now, it's true. Some people are going to point this out and say, Steve, PBT is only there to test for the presence of alcohol. What if he's hopped up on goofballs? What if he's, <laughs> what if he's using drugs you know, other than? Well, that's, that's possible, I suppose. But of course, that would have been borne out by the blood test they did. They took a blood sample. Did anything pop up in the blood sample besides the 0.01% alcohol? No, no. So note to police officers that when you give someone a PBT, and it zeroes out or close to it. You've got to admit you've been beaten. Your reading of the field sobriety test was wrong. And I have had clients who blew zeros. I've never had a client arrested for it, not for drunk driving, but I've seen a report where the officer wrote in that the person blew zeros. 0. 0.0. 0.0. Okay? And they noted that in the report. So guess what? The guy's not drunk. According to your own test, he's not drunk. So after saying, I have no idea what I am doing, she arrested him. And then charges were dismissed when the lab report comes back, and the lab people do know what they're doing, and they go, ah, 0.01%. Guy's not drunk. Guy's not drunk. So think about it from his viewpoint. He's in America working. He lives in Japan. He spent the night in jail for not being drunk because an incompetent cop said, I have no idea what I'm doing, and she was telling the truth. Good news, she now works as a sheriff. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I would think that if somebody was working someplace, they screwed something up this badly, made it into the national news saying, I have no idea what I'm doing, I'm surprised that they can just quietly go to a different force. Now they're working for the sheriff. So now the sheriff's got someone working for him who has no idea what she's doing. Maybe, maybe they can train her. But then again, maybe the lawsuit in federal court will help somebody understand all of this. So it's a crazy story. Charles, thanks for sending it from the Associated Press. Ed White wrote it. Man accused of drunken driving can sue Michigan police officer who misread, misread his breath test and admitted, I have no idea what I am doing. Questions or comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. Today is the sort of day where the sun only comes up to humiliate you.